Hello and welcome to episode 29 of Behind the Bites. I said the right episode <laughs> yeah, this time yeah, around, right didn't this I? Time. I got it right this time around. Good stuff. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much. So we're a t- you know, we never really define ourselves. I think it'd be kind of nice just to start off by saying we're a tech web tech podcast based out of the Middle East, focusing yeah. on the Middle East market. Yeah. Um, yeah. My name is Abbas from TechRadar and I'm joined by my co-hosts. I've got Danish from GN Tech and Mike from... Stuff. Yes, that's right. Competitors, yet partners, <laughs> frenemies. We, we're bros. Frenemies. But also, yeah, yeah. frenemies. Yeah. Right? That's I learned that from my daughter. I had no idea what that was. She kind of brought that up. Also, one of you spiked my, uh, spiked my drink with uh, some kind of Jitex AIDS because I feel like death. <laughs> it's Jitex. I mean, it's, uh, it's literally, um, I'm in zombie mode right now. It's, it's been a crazy week, which is good. We'll get to that. Before we start, I wanted to make a live confession on okay. the podcast. I caved in and ordered the Pixel XL two days ago. Ah, nice. <laughs> I did it. You know what, Abbas? Yes. Coming from you, I, and you didn't say, well, okay, we're still no open pre-orders for the iPhone 10, but no. like, well done, man. Yeah. No, no, well no, done. 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 It's done. It's Excellent. Um, the only what's one the that week was time? available. Well, yeah, what's the, what's the wait uh, time? It's 29th of October is the shipping date, which oh, is not okay. too bad, which is just two yeah. to three weeks. Uh, okay. And I had to just, the only one that was shipping so soon was the all-black 64GB version. Okay, okay. Any other configuration? Well, Panda was completely yeah, Panda out. Panda was done it was on completely day one, yeah, yeah. out. I mean, yeah, yeah. They, they don't even have a date for it. Yeah. And 120 or 128GB version was also a bit off. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know what? Let's just get the 64 gigs. I've had the Note, which is also 64 gigs. Yeah, having yeah 64 gigs issues works for most of us, especially absolutely. on the cloud and stuff. Yeah, it works. particularly yeah. with Google giving you unlimited so storage. Super, yeah, for, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that, photos that is what takes most of my yep, storage space, at least. And then I think if you have a Google phone, such as a Pixel or a Nexus, Google Photos automatically removes them from your local storage yep. once it's moved them to the cloud. So, you know, excited about that. Yeah, yeah I look forward to living vicariously yeah. through your Pixel yeah, so Likewise. <laughs> yeah. I've just, like, I've offered, like, friends of mine who have either offered the iPhone X or yeah. the Pixel 2, which are things out of my budget. I'm like, guys, uh, I offer you all 200 dirhams <laughs> to use it as soon as you get it. Like, first yeah. four days, if I get to use it, you get 200 right. dirhams. Fair enough. That's, that's actually a pretty good suggestion. <laughs> I might do that for next time around as well. But you're right. It was between the iPhone 10 and the Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, one, one of them had to one take 4,000 dirhams yeah. from our pocket. Exactly. Yeah. One of them did. And, um, well, I guess Pixel it is this yeah, time around. For sure. I think so, you had a good choice. Uh, so let's see. Let's see how that goes. Yeah. Absolutely. Nice. Cool. So now let's move on to Jitex. It's yeah. um, Jitex or Gtex? I'm always you know confused. What I, don't know. I think it's a British-American pronunciation thing, so but it's But it's fine. a local show. What does yeah, that have to do with the British or the Americans? The language is theirs. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I kind of understand it. Isn't it an anagram of something? No, no, no. Golf no, Information like a, Technology Exhibition. Hey. Information yeah, and Technology Exhibition. Yeah, that's what you should call it first. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah. And then I guess we kind of got lazy and started calling it. So now it's Golf Information Technology Exhibition Technology Week. That's a mouthful, isn't it? Yeah. So, I mean, for those listening, I guess we talked about Jitex a couple of weeks ago, but that was the shopper one yeah that's so that correct. was like the more consumer focused go in get b2b focus sorry yeah. uh, no, the, the, the previous one, one. Yeah, talking yeah. about the previous so one. go in and get deals and i'm making air quotes on yeah. like you know all the stock laptops phones that kind of thing this one is as abash just said is more focused on b2b um with a couple of consumer things thrown in there but it's as well as b2b there's business, a lot of like yeah. government Absolutely, stuff yeah. done there as well and services yep. you know a lot of like uh, buzzword stuff like blockchain <laughs> and things that we don't understand yeah, fintech, <laughs> things yes. that I don't even <laughs> pretend to understand <laughs> yeah. you know Whatever I don't think the people that work in it right, <laughs> pretend to understand what it is so Mike you mentioned government let's start with that yeah, I didn't get sure. a chance to check out the government pavilion mm-hmm. yet mm-hmm. there's still a day I might go tomorrow and check this out because 
I've heard there are some very cool things yeah. on display over there. Uh, did you get a chance to I, check I that I did. Out? So, honestly, uh, in previous years, Jitech's Tech Week has always felt a little bit slow and, like, a bit lackluster and the things aren't happening. But this year, like, the government has, like, been on point. They've showed off a bunch of really cool stuff, aside from the flying taxi that we've talked about before. That was there mm-hmm. uh, at the RTA stand. Uh, looking cool. I mean, it wasn't like taking yeah, off and yeah. stuff, but like you could look at it and see <laughs> sure. the size of it and the scale. It looked solid, which is what I thought was kind of cool, right? Because mm-hmm. you want to feel safe <laughs> about being in one of these things. Um, so yeah, and it's it is massive. I can't remember what the wingspan of it or the diameter of it is, but it's it's big and certainly looks like it would hold two people well. Yeah. Um, and then a, a lot of other cool stuff that they showed. Uh, the P- Dubai police rolled out this like flying like hover bike. Which is oh yeah, yeah, yeah I saw that. I saw yeah it's bonkers. Yeah. It's like um, a four propellered, so it looks like a, a big drone, right? L- like basically, you can use right. Star Wars as an example, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like one of the pod races, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. Uh, like that. Uh, so it's a bike without wheels, but instead it's got four rotors and it okay. like lifts vertically and can travel, I think, up to about is it like six meters above the ground yeah. or something like that. It's yeah. pretty. There's a little video online, and maybe we'll put it in show What's notes. The battery life on that. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> it's. I think it's like a six kilometer radius, so three kilometers there, three kilometers back. Got but it. the idea of it is, it's supposed to be able, it's supposed to be used in the event of a, if there's like traffic. Yes. So cops mm. can get above the traffic and get to an accident quickly. Um, without having to weave through and this kind of stuff. So that's pretty clever. Do, we don't know if you guys remember when the when Dubai police used to use horses. I mean, yeah, used to, yeah, 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 for sure. No. Yeah, I mean, we don't see horses anymore. Yeah, that's Maybe true. there's a sort of like a yeah, that's of that cool. that's yeah. kind of coming sure. yeah. Well, yeah, and, and it's it's the, it's also completely autonomous as well, so it doesn't have to have someone nice. riding yep. it and fully nice. electric, which is oh, very awesome. cool. That's fantastic. Um, yeah, I mean, there's that. They, they also showed off... That um, RoboCop that they introduced yeah, a little yeah, bit earlier right. in the year, which was like, which was cool. Basically, they basically what they've showed over, over this whole time, and I've all seen all this only on video. I haven't actually gone to the show, unfortunately. But what they've shown primarily is um, the amount of technology coming into use by the government itself. Um, they showed jetpacks that are going to be used for um, the fire safety. They showed right. even the drones. Yeah. So these are water-carrying drones, drones yeah. that wow. will go all the way into the air. Uh, they'll have uh, they'll have drones which are water-based as well as gas-based. You know, things like that. Um, uh, one thing, the thing that stood out the most to me was that usually they use this to show futuristic stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Five years, ten years. They showed smart gates, hmm. right? Right. So smart gates in the airport right now. Right. So a friend of mine was flying last night and he's like, dude, I just saw this in Jitex and it's here. It's functional. And that, that, was, that was very so cool. So explain the smart gate. So the smart gate, it's their updated version of the current smart gates. Right. So these ones apparently have a timing of 15 seconds. So you walk through in 15 seconds, in less than 15 seconds. So this is basically your e-gate card. Yeah, the whole yeah, e-gate system. Your so your passport, Emirates ID, the right. whole shebang. Yeah. So, uh, and there'll be this whole same list of countries that are registered. But yeah, basically you just walk right through it. Yeah. Okay. So and they, uh, they also show the next evolution of that, which is like this sort of... A tunnel. Well, they call right? it an aquarium, but right. in the sense that it's like a tunnel with screens on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have cameras built in the roof and then they can project whatever images on the inside, uh, which they said is an aquarium. So people will look up at the fish and then your face is scanned as you right. walk through. And then there's no need for passport yeah. checks or any of this oh, kind wow. of stuff. And then as you're walking through, then you'll get like a green light to go through mm-hmm. if you pass or a red light, then you'll be 
Hold oh, himself and put into prison. <laughs> Similarly, they even now Mike and I want to uh, enjoy this in the near future. You might, but for first class and business class uh, customers, uh, what are you implying? <laughs> <laughs> so first class and business class uh, customers, they're basically going to have um, like a like an automated taxi. Okay. Okay. So let's say you have a first class flight. You it comes to pick you up at home. And you do your entire check-in process, wow. baggage weighing, baggage checking, everything inside that taxi. And when you get off, you can literally walk straight into your gate. That's insane. So it's, an, it's obviously going to be some ridiculously exclusive insane. service. Wow. But the point is that you can literally walk in 15, okay, let's say 30 minutes or 45 minutes before your flight and walk straight into your gate. Instantly in the car, there'll be, like he said, inbuilt cameras and a whole process, fingerprinting, everything in the cab. Did you say this was an aerial taxi or not? No, no, no. no. For now, like they've shown it as just a taxi. Eventually. So Eventually, yeah. it's going to get there. So if you're backed up, Sheikh Zayed Road is backed up from traffic back oh, to back, then yeah. That would be insane. It, it sounds like it's an up, upgrade. So the, there's a service that or mm, Hong Kong, right? Offers, right? Well, no, even in Hong Kong, they have at the train station. You can check your baggage at the train, correct? And then it all gets shipped off that's to right. and yes. done all there, yes, which is that's super, right. And then you can hang out and shop yeah. or whatever, and then go to the airport. That's true. This is, I guess, the next logical progression of that. What I find is interesting about this is just a bit of a devil's advocate is obviously there's such a promotion for like emiratization of everything at the moment and getting you know local people uh, emiratis to go and get works but then at the same time they're creating all this autonomous tech that's essentially going to put people right. out of jobs <laughs> it's like nah come on guys get it we'll together. figure out different jobs yeah no, of course in this topic and I'm just diverging a bit the, the worst I feel for are those 50 guys who are driving Teslas right yeah. now so they have jobs like nice proper yeah. jobs right now and yeah. my government's going to be like oh, guys by the way we're all automated back to Lexus actually speaking of I probably didn't put it in show notes but I got to ride in a Model X this week oh nice how oh, was yeah, that yeah, so it was as part of Uber Uber's one, Uber's Uber one, one right? service yeah, yeah it was alright like it's a bit of a jip because I only live about five minutes from my office, so it wasn't a very particularly long trip. But uh, it was a smooth ride. The car's obviously beautiful. Like right. uh, you know, I play. They let me press a bunch of the buttons because I'm nosy. Um, and this, the, what was interesting is that the the service is still owned by DTC, so Dubai Taxi Corporation, mm-hmm. but right. it's sort of licensed out to Uber to use. This so, is interesting because mm-hmm. remember there was um, some news that came out was it last year that all of these companies like Uber and Kareem need to incorporate RTA into their systems yeah, yeah. so this is obviously this because be of that yeah, yeah exactly it's now, so this is it because yeah. of now is, right so I mean it's for any government any government based um, what, what do you call them like basically taxi or transportation based services all go through RTA so even Uber uh, not Uber um, you drive Hmm. Uh, e-car all those rental systems are also all through RTA okay. interesting it's okay. always that way oh, so cool. um, but yeah but I'm guessing it's a cool yeah. thing yeah it's a sweet car and look it's not I mean it's more expensive than taking a regular mm-hmm. Uber but they're pricing it at the same as Uber Black yes which is yes. actually good you know right. I would have expected I mean it's still not the cheaper it's obviously the more expensive end of Uber's mm-hmm. range but if you know, if you want to give it a go yeah, on a weekend sure. or something like that, it's not within. That the, is pretty yeah, awesome. Yeah, Having just, said that, I'd much rather drive the yeah. Tesla versus being driven. I guess. Yeah, that's true. I guess we have to start understanding that Teslas are. 
to not drive. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a mentality we have yeah, to change. Yeah, that's true. That's but, true. Uh, but yeah, that's I get what true. you mean. Yeah. Well, that I mean, on true. that note, I know about that you had a bit of a... Sp- us look at that the concept Mercedes, right? Yes, no, that, that was at, at the at Salat stand. Yeah. Yes. yeah, actually, you know what? At the Salat stand was fantastic yeah, this, this year, year was, wasn't it? They I were, mean, they, they did such off. a great yeah, job. They, really well. uh, they had a lot of really cool tech mm. on there. Uh, Mercedes, yes, unfortunately, I didn't get to sit in it. Right. I literally just walked around it, took a few pictures, videos. Uh, the car that we saw was the future of what Mercedes thinks yes. autonomous vehicles will be. Uh, you know, you kind of get in, you configure it as a sort of, you know, two seats facing each other mm. or in the traditional format that we have cars. So it's a very open space yep. inside the car. Looked very futuristic. But again, I didn't get a demo off the car. It was literally just their concept car saying that this is what it is. We feel that this is the future of autonomous driving. So unfortunately, not much information that I got out of it. Mm. The car looked fantastic. Yeah. Uh, there were a couple of other things at Jitex, which uh, we saw. One was the wireless charging, yeah, which was quite awesome. Yeah, really interesting concept. So... The idea, the name of the company escapes me because I'm a little bit ill, but so they basically had a unit on the wall that uh, was the power source, right? Yeah, Yeah, like a transmitter that's a power source. And then they had this other little box which had a USB plug in it uh, that then it beamed wire uh, power uh, like through Wi-Fi, they said. Yes. Yeah, across yeah. To, to this little transmitter, and they said about 10 meters 10 of meters distance. was the range. So you could already cool. charge your device. Literally, you don't need to stick it oh. anywhere. Yeah. Uh, the technology so, isn't in the phones yet, which was why you had the dongle. Yeah. So you, right. plug, but, you plugged uh, in your phone, for instance, via USB to this, to yeah. this right. box. But they said that they were talking with the biggest, the biggest phone, phone manufacturer yeah. to work so, it into yeah. a chip. So this is actually right. already on Kickstarter. Right. So on Kickstarter, there's an iPhone case, mm. which is basically... Um, you remember that little panel that used to be on our calculators for solar charging? Yeah, yes. right. That's yeah, so right. it looks like that. Okay. And you have a little beam on the top of your on your ceiling. Okay. And you can put it in all your rooms. Mm. So you could literally be charging your phone all around the house. Yeah. Nice. So it's already in works. And Apple has confirmed that they are working towards mm. it for their next devices, sure. which ideally makes sense. Sure. Char- charging all through just does make sense. Mm. But uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's very yeah. much there. It's, I mean, they were talking about how they've you know, been in talks with uh, with Starbucks to get it put in there. Right. Uh, so, which is a smart way to roll this kind of stuff out because if you really think about it, if they're gonna if we're gonna be serious about doing this, the amount of infrastructure that needs to change in order to accommodate this is pretty massive. <laughs> and plus, we're gonna you know, it's several years between all generations of phones are built sure, with this chip. Absolutely. And like, but there is something that's already out at the moment, or at least just coming right around the corner. Um, I think it was called Pi. I could be wrong though, mm. which is a wireless charger based on the Qi charging, which is right. already present on your iPhone mm. and Samsung. What it does is it actually lets you charge your device a foot away from it. Yeah. So you don't need to be... Current wireless chargers, obviously, through induction, you need to yeah, be... Yeah, you know, yeah. the, the unit needs to be placed on it. This thing, as long as it's within a foot of its range, as, as long as your phone is within a foot of its range, it's actually going to mm. be able to charge it. Uh, I think that is... Um, they've showcased a demo for it already, and I think that's, yeah, that's we'll coming. We'll get there. Yeah. We'll get we're, there. We're getting it's there. smart. And, and I think Apple is definitely kind of moving into that direction, right? Like, mm. I mean, the idea is... I feel with them is to get rid of all ports yeah. on yeah. the phone, right? Oh, like get rid of the sure. lightning, they've already got rid of the headphone jack. Um, and then eventually it'll yeah. just everything, you know, you put your walk into a room and your iPhone charges, right? Yeah, like it would be cool because imagining that we spend our days in our offices and our homes, you literally need your battery only for when you're out, which would be amazing. Which yeah. would just be brilliant if all our batteries were needed for was that. So it, it could go it could go in the right yeah. direction. That is a very interesting yeah. future because, I mean, again, like you said, we're, if the only time we're actually using our batteries is when we're out and about. Yeah. Right. Think about it this way. Even if, there, if malls are equipped with such technology, your exactly. cars are equipped with yeah. such technology, 
technology. Your offices are equipped with such technology. But even, even to another, even become, to another, so they're talking about putting charging pads under roads, right, for electric for cars electric as they cars. drive. Imagine That's if right. that could also then That's charge right. your other yeah, devices. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We're, we're very far away from that. Oh, yeah, But Dubai is probably going to yeah. be the first city <laughs> that does it. Yeah, so. yeah, for sure, for sure. I agree 100%. <laughs> um, but, yeah. yeah. So at Tissalat, otherwise... There was another very cool thing added to Salat. I don't, we didn't get to try out, but uh, this was the Star Wars Lenovo virtual yeah. reality kit. Uh, you tried it out. Yeah, at Eva, I tried right? it at Eva for a little. It's yeah, pretty cool, man. Which is awesome. I yeah. think that's uh, coming out next month. Um, so the idea with that one is it doesn't require the uh, the little lighthouses to track your. Correct. There's a tracker at the yeah, bottom. Yeah, there's a tracker at the bottom. The that's that right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. I mean, you know, if you like Star Wars, you're gonna yeah, like this thing. Oh, I can't true. remember what the what it was priced at. It's but for eleven ninety nine. Yeah. Dirhams, okay. So it's not so, so that's bad. Pretty it's, good. it's basically an augmented reality headset okay. that connects to your phone. Mm. Okay. And uh, there's a lightsaber controller. Okay. And there's a tracker that goes on the floor. Right. So using augmented reality, you're actually uh, there are a couple of scenarios. You can either battle with Darth Vader or mm. Kylo Ren or stuff Damn. like that. Okay. Uh, you could play the Hollow Chess. Which which I don't know if you remember from yeah, Star Wars. Yeah, that's, what I, that's what well. I tried. Yeah, absolutely. So a couple of interesting stories. And it, it's here. I mean, it's, it's literally on pre-order at mm. the Salat Yeah, right it's now. very cool. My issue so. with this is that we're kind of... The, that, the market for VR stuff is getting a little bit saturated, especially now. PlayStation have just r- announced like a, uh, an update to the PSVR. Right. There's the Samsung one that was announced recently in Correct. conjunction with, with Microsoft. Windows, Microsoft, yeah. yes. That's it's true. like, it's great. It's but at the same uh, time, if... It's like this. Which one do you buy, right? Look at early stages, right? Yeah. I mean, so it's going to be a lot of fragmentation until a standard is sort of finalized and everybody starts mm. following that. But I mean, it's encouraging, with the, particularly with the Samsung one, which doesn't require any kind of tracking device. It's all built into the headset Correct. and then mapped off your controllers. Right. Like that, that is, quite is awesome, definitely a step it? in the right direction. I that think. is quite awesome. Um, but isn't um, Vive also coming out with an update with the little attachment? Mm on the top of the set which will stop requiring the monitors ah okay I'm nice. not sure that's I, good uh, that's nice <laughs> I remember this conversation because when I was at uh, when, when we were at uh, the this, this, this Star Trek thing Okay. okay. I remember them mentioning it that right, there's yeah, two yeah. updates coming right. up. One was the one where you just remove the cables, but you yeah. still need the sensors, and one was removing the sensors, sensors altogether. Right. And it's coming as an update to the current Vive. Okay. So See, that's what I give HTC a bit of credit for: is that like other companies, Sony, for instance, would have gone ahead and just said, "Okay, we're coming out with a second model of this," right? But it, it's it's been interesting that HTC have been really good about providing support for the original system up until this day, right? Like, I reckon we'd probably see an Oculus 2 before we see a Vive 2. Oh, yeah. Looks Um, like it. Just because it seems to be a bit more future-proofed. And longevity is going to become a very important factor because all across the market, people are getting sick of updates. Right. People are getting sick that while they're enjoying their new device in the second, third, fourth month, there's something so out there that this seems like an old piece i mean we all suffer from it constantly like enough, for us yeah. it's even worse fair enough but for for longevity is, is coming in so like for example even another company that i can give credits to for that is motorola mm. while they are developing the z2s here and there's going to be a z3 the z the original z still is going to get all the motor yep. mods it's going to mm. get all the updates exactly. even though they haven't come out on the updates yet but still, the, mm. at least that thought process is good. There, there should be some longevity. Backward compatibility. Yeah, right. for sure. Absolutely. For sure. And the way people, like, for example, Apple uses the way people yeah. are suffering right now is right. horrible. I mean, right from the 7 success. having said that, I mean, look, I think I'm going to give Apple credit for not only releasing software updates for a lot older phones than most Android platforms yeah. get. 
and the accessories they generally build are built for at least three oh, or four sure, generations. Oh, for sure. I'm not taking that so, away from yeah, them. I, I was just using yeah. the current example. Sure. They've all, they, they have yeah. kept longevity alive yeah, always. They're yeah. the forefront of keeping it alive. But it was just, you know, I would just like to see it in more brands. But yeah. Fair yeah. enough. There was another thing that uh, was at Chitex, again at Salat stand, was the, remember the Nike shoe with the projection? Yeah. That was so cool. Yeah, it was clever. That was very, So they very, had a, a bunch cool. of different sort of, uh, I guess, 3D printed objects. Mm-hmm. So one was a shoe. Another was like a tor- like a torso, uh, a shirt, and um, yeah. they had this clever little projection system where you put the item in front of it, and then it would project like a different uh, material or design over the top of it. But the system was intelligent enough at, via I think it was RFID, right? I think there was RFID in everything we saw. Yeah, that was a bit cheeky, yeah. but I'm not a big fan. <laughs> but it was intelligent enough so that if you put the shoe down in front of it, it would automatically recognize the shoe and then switch the patterns yep. over for that shape. And if you put a torso or a can down, it would. Uh, change the shape based on that without you having to press it's anything. It's only or... a matter of time, Mike, before we're charging our shoes every night, too. Yeah, well... <laughs> only a matter of time. <laughs> we're going to be putting our shoes to charge. The air... The, uh, what's it? The air... Air power? Yeah. <laughs> Matt is going to be... It's going to be my entire floor, right? Like, just every... I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that was cool. I, again, RFID is, for me, is uh, a cheeky method of doing things. I don't think it's it's the future. I think it's old tech that's maybe being repurposed in a new tech. It's what, I mean, when you look at IoT, right? I mean, you need a way to communicate with these devices Mm. and there's got to be some sort of communication. I think RFID, from my understanding, is probably the lowest from a power consumption point of view Mm -hmm. compared to Bluetooth or Wi-Fi or any other form of Isn't signal that you like need the to... just like a physical QR code, basically, right? I like, guess so. I guess so. But, I mean, makes things a bit more convenient as in terms of you scanning the, co- scanning the code itself, stop the device, and you're kind of done. I'm with you that it doesn't always work, yeah. hasn't always worked for me. But, in theory, I mean, it is something that could potentially be yeah. easier to operate. I just want, know? like, you know cameras that are smart enough to scan an object and know what it is. I mean, fucking Google Photos does it, right? Yeah, yeah that's true. Like, it looks at a photo and tells you, yeah, that's a banana. Yeah, that's Here's true. Here's seven million pictures of bananas. <laughs> and uh, our aquarium tunnel can tell you a good guy from a bad guy. Right, right. <laughs> cool. All right, so uh, moving on. One more edition for Jitex, which was the launch of uh, BlackBerry Motion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, great on BlackBerry for, yeah, for sure. uh, basically officially announcing the global launch of the product here at Jitex. Um, very much like the key one, except it's a full-touch device. So same specs, same camera, yep. um, slightly bigger screen running Android, slightly bigger battery, waterproof, dual SIM, quite a few firsts for BlackBerry. We've seen them in other handsets, um, but BlackBerry users get to try it out as well. Um, both you and I had a sort of little yeah. go at it. Um, I'm not necessarily very impressed with the device. I mean, look, in the sense that if you're a BlackBerry user, and you want an all-touch device, fine, it makes sense. Uh, but I, I feel that most, most Blackberry users want the keyboard. So yeah. the key one is probably a better option for I them. I felt like the build quality of it didn't seem great either. It was very it was just, um, it was quite light, light, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, much lighter than what it looks like. So you didn't feel that, I don't know, the heft of a device that kind of gives right. you the impression like that the key it's... One had. The key one had that, yeah. absolutely. It's, I thought the key one was well-constructed. Well, the thing is, they've, they've, they've made no bones about the fact that they want to move into the enterprise market. So if you consider this device um, as, as something that is going to um, take care of that market, so imagine a company buying over 500 phones, you know, secure, mm-hmm. long battery life, workhorse, 
Um, whether key one or the motion, I think both fit uh, this. Yeah. I haven't held the device, so I can't comment on um, its build quality and stuff. But it, it, to me, it I think it's still a good move on their part. Their pricing is still atrocious. What is it? One six one six nine nine. I think yeah. it's a one one or one two nine nine device. Absolutely, I agree um, with you. Nothing more than that. I mean. 625 processor god Correct. you have you can't have Correct. the guts to charge that kind of money of i mean the 169 you get the nokia 8 yeah, exactly. why would i even consider absolutely uh, with a the snapdragon 835 yeah, yeah. it's yeah. funny because it's it's i sat in with a couple of the executives after the, the the announcement and they i sort of brought up the fact that it did seem like particularly in the presentation they gave and with the features like the waterproofing and this kind of stuff that they're positioning it less as a as a um as a business device and more of as an all-purpose device. And they did say that something along the lines that, yeah, you know, business people also live lives. Yeah. And so, which is good. I guess that they're getting out of that. Could they realize that? Yeah, it's, <laughs> taken them a while. yeah it's taken them a little bit of time. <laughs> but um, like, like I said, I think it, the, why we like the key one is because it was different, right? Like it had a keyboard. Exactly. And it's like, here's some here's a genuine option for people who want something that's functional in that in that method. Um, so whereas this, for the price, you're just getting another all-screen touch phone, uh, all-touch screen phone. What I keep wondering is, assuming the quote-unquote success of, um, what was the square one called? Sorry, what was the what square, called? The square phone? Passport. Passport. Yeah, that was a fantastic now, The Passport device. was an amazing phone. I, I loved, loved having device. it. Yeah, I loved it. I was a weird phone. more than happy to sacrifice for the weird shape yeah. in my pocket. Yeah, but I otherwise, loved it. it was brilliant. Oh, yeah. Fantastic device. It was device. a workhorse. I agree. But assuming the success of that, why can't they just go back to the old shape? I mean... Clearly, there's a market for it. Clearly, people want it. I mean, price it at a thousand, thousand two hundred dirhams. Pop in a six two five, for example. Sure. Pop in a six two five or what is now a six five two or whatever the update is. Uh, pop that in. Pop a nice battery in because with a small screen, your battery like a three thousand would run a day and a half, and have a straight up. You know, I, I, I'm trying to understand the, why not go down that path. Okay, when so the clearly there's problem for is it. that uh, now that they've moved to Android. There are very few apps on Android that work on a square aspect ratio. Right. You know, it's that square aspect right. that's going to be very hard for them to sort of work across. Yeah. So that's trying to convince they, for, the yeah. 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 for the key Absolutely. one was born. Absolutely. So key one had a 19, well, full HD screen, right? 1920 right. by 1080 in a portrait mode. Right. Because that's what most phones are nowadays. They're slates. They're vertical slates. Yeah. And um, the Passport had PB10, their yeah. operating yeah. system, which yeah. worked fine on it. Mm-hmm. But I guess when you move that to on an on an Android, it becomes hard to support. No, no, for sure, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, and there was no way Android is going to introduce app compatibility for uh, for just no. one device. No, no way. Absolutely not. Makes absolutely sense. Not. Makes sense. Um, right. So that was the BlackBerry Motion. Mm-hmm. Um, Danish, you brought up a story with the way of the exploding first. I mean, the way of the exploding iPhone eight. <laughs> um, well, what's happening with that? <laughs> I like how you pinned that on me <laughs> as the source. Um, well, yeah, there was an article about uh, the iPhone eight exploding on a person's face. It has not been. And confirmed this is in the yet. region. This is in the region somewhere. They haven't confirmed the person's nationality. Um, uh, but yeah, he's, there's a picture of him completely bandaged wow. on his left side. So the story goes that um, he bought the phone. Immediately went into his car, plugged it in for charging, and started using it. Okay. Um, and apparently it exploded on his face. There's no pictures of the phone yet. There's just basically nothing to verify this story yet, mm-hmm. except his face. Um, but but yeah, considering the whole popping out stories that are being confirmed, um, and the fact that Apple is looking into it mm-hmm. is um, is worrying. Is yeah, very interesting. I, I, I don't. I, I'm, I'm it's not hard to gonna, say if it's a point of concern because like. 
let's say, how many iPhones do you think they've sold? A couple of million already, yeah, right? Sure. If and they report a number of ones that have had battery problems is about like seven. Yeah, right, but I mean, right. when did you hear that on an iPhone before? This is the eighth version of the yeah, iPhone. I mean, when have you ever heard that? Sure. There were unconfirmed reports that um, Apple is using the same battery manufacturer as Samsung did for the Note Seven. Uh, unconfirmed reports again, but you know, if that's the case, then yeah. the, <laughs> they just got know. like last year's Note Eight <laughs> stock, uh, Note Seven stock. <laughs> like, no, use this one; it's fine. You got a real cheap. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is a lot of really expensive. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, screen from Samsung. Yes, you're absolutely right. Even if it's five units, it doesn't matter. It it has to. It is a problem, and because of how huge the Note Seven issue yes. was, yeah. it companies could be are going to take unit, it seriously. Yes. One explosion and things will start tumbling for them. Um, for, frankly speaking. It could be, just imagine this, right? A normal user who doesn't understand tech like us picks up the newspaper and sees, after a year of seeing Samsung everywhere, suddenly sees Apple explosion. He won't, he or she won't need any more information. That's it. If it gets yep. confirmed that an Apple iPhone 8 exploded, Apple iPhones, like suddenly the Huawei's and the the the, the Motos and all these other brands are going, they're going to be like, yeah, why should I spend 3,000 dirhams if not this is happening with these phones? Fair enough. So it, it could be huge news for them. And obviously, clickbaity apps are using this news heavily. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, what are you going to do? I guess you just have to um, advise people to first get confirmed news well, listen, I think I think the the Note 7 debacle hit critical mass when they started banning it on airplanes right yep. yes like that's yes. when that's it, when, that's when these like recall right. started to happen and you're people right. freaked out so mm-hmm. yeah, you're right if that ends up happening because one did explode on a plane right was it that, did was no, that no, no, no. no it did. not a 7 not a 7 it was a Note 7 a, a rebrand um, you know a refurbish no what was it when they re-released it again yeah, the fan the, the fan 7. version not the fan the version. Fan. No, no, not the fan. You know what the oh, initial about the actually the recall. Oh. They replaced yeah. them, and the second version literally burnt a hole in yeah. the full in wow. in the airplane's carpeting or whatever. I don't remember this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Damn. So that like if thing. that happens with an iPhone, then no, there's going to be issues. Yeah, but I think Apple, like you said, will do everything they can and make sure that. Oh yeah, doesn't. yeah. I mean, it, it, both these are huge yeah. companies with giant legal teams, R and D teams. It's it's such an interesting thing because like when you make these products. You don't necessarily make them in a vacuum, but then you you aren't able to test them when they're out in the wild with millions sure. and millions Absolutely. of people, yep. right? Absolutely. So I think that's why, like, particularly even with like OS versions, right? When my OS eleven comes out or or any base version of an OS, it's always like super buggy because they never know exactly how people are using it, how it's going to work, and that's why it's always much more improved when you hit yeah, point one, no, point two, and that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I look, I'm not blaming Apple for this. Yeah. I, no, you no, know, for it's sure. like just five for or six sure. units. Uh, any, anything, yeah. anybody yeah. can. It's, it's just something that's... Uh, a rounding error, not even a rounding error. You know, it's just yeah. uh, it's just too too little, too sort of. But let's hope that this is what it is. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah, I hope sure. that we don't hear any more. Well, I mean, if there is a it. problem, they've got another phone coming out in like <laughs> a month, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if they knew about this and they're like, "Oh my god, <laughs> let's just sell a few yeah. and make up the rest when we recall happens." <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what? If it's Apple and if they confirm that this is an issue and if it's using the same battery from the same manufacturer, mm-hmm. they're going to pull the release date back for the iPhone 10. They're going to make well, sure that it gets tested is, left, right, the, and center. The, one thing I don't like right now, especially which, and people like Apple and Samsung created this trend, is that if you need more time for a phone, and I, I know there's, there's a lot more involved with the release, there's your stock prices and everything, and yada, yada, yada. But if you need some more time with the phone, 
Just take, take some it. more time. time. Yeah. I mean, your, your users aren't going anywhere. I mean, just like, like for example, if it wasn't for the fear of the Note 7, do you think Samsung would have pushed both their releases? Both both phones didn't release Correct. exactly on time. Correct. I mean, uh, the S8 and S8 Plus were just yes. a few days apart, but I think Note was almost a month later. Yeah. Yeah. But it's okay. They mm. still sold and they make yeah. great phones. I mean, we've used both of them and they're both fantastic. Mm. Why not just push it a bit? It's okay. Yeah. I mean, it's... I, I guess it's I know, yeah, I know I know it's yeah. a much larger topic I know I'm just yeah. oversimplifying a, a very complex topic on release dates but just you know yeah, I wish enough. fair enough fair I mean look I'll give you a very small example I mean right at the start of the show I told you I bought the Pixel XL too mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. had the iPhone 10 been released right when it was announced mm-hmm. that would have probably got my money instead of the Pixel 2 true so true. you know you are competing for dollars rumors on, or rumors on delays though on the iPhone X yeah, I wouldn't be surprised yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised because they're all going to China <laughs> that's why that's and the market for it. And it. In here, yeah. It's got those massive billboards on Shahzad by Dulu That's and true. You know, I'm sorry. Salah. I'm sorry, guys. That's the worst <laughs> Apple billboard in history. Like, they did not know. They were like, how? Like, I mean, come on, dude. Apple makes some beautiful billboards. They they changed the billboard game. It's the device that speaks for itself, doesn't it? Oh, it's my God. All you need is the iPhone X on there. And that's but my understanding is that it's horrible. It's not even, the, the device is not even in perspective. It's just flat. Like, they were sitting there. They were like, okay, guys, brainstorming time. Advertising campaign. And like, some Apple fanatic was like, I think we should just leave it flat on the table. No perspective. Yeah, you might no do image. your English accent and Johnny Ive style. Yeah. <laughs> Repeat exactly what Johnny said. The iPhone across the plane, so you can't see. Oh, wow, a great <laughs> so you can't see the edge-to-edge screen because this fucking stupid. I agree, man. But my understanding, that's a do ad, right? That's not an Apple ad. No, but I'm no, sure Apple pays for it. It's Apple. No, okay. no Apple ads over here yeah. are by Without anyone except Apple. Yeah. Also, the fact that they're going to have such little stock to sell. That yeah. It doesn't make sense for them to pull out a billboard that big because there's no way they're going to make enough money to pay for that billboard. They've got considering the stocks they have. It's also exactly in Arabic. Yeah. I'm just saying just, it's fair enough we live in an Arabic speaking country but we have a lot of people here that don't speak I was just like three cool I don't know what that is you only got three of them available damn them out right um, so let's move on to our final topic of the day uh, Huawei Mate 10 yes we're expecting it to be well it is expected to be announced what next Monday 16th 16th of October October November where are we October October sorry October I need a coffee. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, very excited about the phone. Um, Huawei did a great job with the Mate 9. So a lot to kind of follow up with. Um, just wanted to get, uh, what do you guys... Well, okay, so we know... Let's There's be honest, we know a lot. Yeah. We, I think we know Some everything, everything about the phone. Right. Right. Is there anything yeah. that we're unsure about no, at this point? Nothing. The design is leaked, batteries leaked, processor, not leaked. No, they've leaked. officially it's said... Yeah. 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 It's not leaked, they've officially said it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's not a leak. Yeah, it's it's like not even a leak. Exactly. Cameras confirmed. So the cameras, are they confirmed by Huawei or was it a leak because of the shot of the back? But the thing is that the official presentation leaked. Right. So the leak that happened was the official presentation, which we we're going to see at the show. So <laughs> Don't tell my boss that. No surprises. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, uh, see, I'm, I'm super excited. I'll right. tell you why. I have one very simple reason behind this. So except for the Pixel last year, I used every phone last year, mm-hmm. right? Except for the Pixel. And I use it much later, but anyway. Except for the Mate 9, and then I moved on to the Mate 9 Pro. Okay. I was never satisfied with the phone. 
Okay. Throughout 2017, I have not been satisfied. With the Mate 9 was the one time I was like, I'm comfortable. What other device do I look at? Hmm. It, it just did everything for me. Like, for example, people are like, oh, you know, the, the camera is like too oversaturated. Nonsense. You can take, go into settings and mm -hmm. reduce the saturation. That was my only issue with the phone. Otherwise, lasting me the whole day was a power horse, a, a workhorse. It was just beautiful to use. So I think that's why I'm most excited about something. And it was big. Like, screen was big. It was massive. Beautiful. Yeah, beautiful, yeah. but you guys could still manage to use it with one oh, hand. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, yeah. The bezels like, weren't that big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Even yeah, though yeah. it wasn't bezel-less compared yeah. to, the bezels were still quite tiny. And yeah. the curve, like the Mate 9 Pro, the curve was way right. better than... Uh, Samsung. Okay, now Samsung is yeah. fine, but, like, at that point the screen didn't curve I mean the display curved but the screen yeah, itself this, didn't curve yeah, on exactly the main just the display. Right, right, right. Yeah. so yeah. Nice. look to play devil's advocate do you think they can capture lightning in a bottle twice like this is the thing I mean everything in the main it's leaked about the main 10 points so yes right yes the battery's massive the mm -hmm. camera looks great they've got like two versions that are all like edge to edge which is yeah. pretty exciting mm -hmm. I think yep. and mm -hmm. they're quite brave of them to yes. kind of segment yes. it like that I, 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 is anybody else nervous that no, it's not going to work? I'm, I'm confidently going to say right. yes because as a user, okay, not even as a tech journalist, right? As a user, they've done everything I need. Mm. I've got upgrades. I've got a new design, a new look, a new color system, everything. The only thing that they could, okay, they could screw this up and they've done this before is their OS. Yeah. So when I use a Huawei, the first thing I remove is the theme. First thing. Sure. Don't even wait for a second before removing it. Google now so, <laughs> <laughs> so so it's so apart from that, um, I think I think they'll do it. Okay, I so think here is my problem well not my problem, but I think this is gonna be their biggest challenge. Mm -hmm. Last year, the Note 7 exploded and the iPhone didn't have a new design. Hmm. This time around the two phablets, you know, that they're gonna be competing against are both here in the market. It's going to be a tough sell, I feel. Yeah. I feel it's going to be yeah. a tough sell. Yeah, and I, I, I wonder if they're, you know, they've always been competitively priced. Yes. Which is smart for them because but they want to this get This year, Pro is estimated at $1,100. Exactly, yeah. exactly, yeah. which is a concern because if they're going exactly. to go for that upper end. The other thing we didn't speak about is they've had a real big push for AI. AI. Mm -hmm. So there's something about right. this phone that's going to have onboard and some kind of combination of onboard AI and cloud AI. And but I mean, considering what we heard from Google last year, mm. the Pixel launch. I mean, do you think they can honestly beat Google's AI? Absolutely not. No, no, no not no, even no. not even one um, chance. They their Trump is apparently going to be offline AI. Right. Um, so um, yeah, basically yeah. Uh, explain offline AI yeah. to me. No, it doesn't but, make no, but, sense but, but it's both. It's not what what they're doing. From my understanding, it went to some you know, that EFA thing that they mm -hmm. showed. I didn't go to that, but they did the same thing yeah. here in Dubai. Yeah, and there they they talked about yeah. It, uh, there's going to be on chip AI. Yes, right, and then but it's also going to use Huawei service to do that. Uh, from personal experience, having used Bixby, the HTC Sense Companion. It's all garbage. Yes. It, compared to, to Google Assistant. Yeah, for correct. Sure. And even Siri. I mean, I haven't used Siri in yeah, years. Siri's garbage, yeah, as Siri's well. garbage as well. Yeah. Like, nothing can compete with that. My concern mainly about the AI is whether, if it's going to be such a big push for them and intrusive, is it going to impact battery life? And that's actually my main concern about this, right? If they've got something that's on chip that's com and connecting to the cloud, always trying to help you out doing this thing, I don't want it to mess up my, like, all-day battery Let life. me ask you this. With the Mate 9, did you get two full days? 
I got a day and a half. Okay. So and, this and, would do a yeah, day. Yeah. This would definitely do a day. Yeah. I think you'd probably want to charge it every night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This would easily last you a day. Because they're going to do two they bump days, it doesn't up matter. The screen right? resolution as well, right? It's Supposedly the, yeah, it's QHD. Exactly. So, yeah. So, I mean, so you're going to need the fourth. Yeah, absolutely. So if, you know, if the Mate 9 didn't do two days for you, you know, you're going to charge it at the end of the day anyways. And yeah. if it lasts you a day doing all the AI shit, doing, uh, you know, your QHD resolution, all of that stuff, then it's fine. I mean, you know. Yeah. Look, I mean, look, it's cool that, that Huawei are getting into this, I guess. But history has shown that every other company that has got into AI is really stumbled out of the gate, right? Like, none of them have been good. Like, they may, they may get good. Hmm. Like, you know, Bixby may improve. Sure. Sense Companion may improve. But yeah. at the off... You mean other than Skynet? I mean Google. (laughs) (laughs) But even Google Assistant wasn't great, or Google Now wasn't great at the beginning, right? There's one big difference over here, okay? While, um, so this year, the the, the following year, uh, all the way into 2018, is all going to be about AI chipsets, right? Sure. And Kirin 970 Mm -hmm. is going to be the first mobile chipset, right? So we've got one more coming in from uh, Qualcomm, and then we've got one more coming in from uh, Intel. Intel, yeah. Okay? So these are the three major players in this game. So technically, technically, we don't know what the game is, Mm. because even though, and I'm not saying that they can beat Google, there is no chance of that yet, it's a different ballgame altogether. I don't think... I'm, maybe... The, I, I, don't, I didn't come to that session, so I don't know if they spoke about a virtual assistant. They but, were very vague. But it, even if they're going to go down the virtual assistant part, most of us are going to switch it off. So its battery consumption is not going right. to be a major concern. Yeah. And in terms of actual AI on the chipset, it actually could just work in our benefit because if there's something controlling everything happening yeah. internally... You know, we could look at maybe better battery management, and they have been good and at yeah, it. Yeah, and because actually, yeah, because that's what they—that was one of the key features of the Mate Nine, exactly. right? Because Mate Nine like, to Mate exactly. Nine Pro, whether so that was just marketing bullshit or not. See, the thing is, I never ended up using the phone for so long that. See, I'll tell you, I use I use both phones, and when I moved from the Mate Nine to the Mate Nine Pro, I was most worried that I'm going from four thousand to four thousand, but I'm going from QHD, sorry, yeah. HD to, Q. to QHD, yeah. Yeah. and I was like, okay, there's no way I'm going to get the same battery life, but I did. I got actually better battery life on the Mate 9 Pro. And then if you take that forward to the P10 Plus, I got even better battery there. Right. So, like I said, for now, they're on the correct path and they seem to do things well and they seem to stick to them. That's the most important part here. A lot of brands, like, just because the battery didn't work out, they switched the whole thing, the whole camera, the whole screen, everything's gone. But here they seem to be taking what's working and moving Mm -hmm. along with it. Um... This year, again, like I said, the, the main big change is the new design. Correct. But So, I mean, um, I think one of, on that deck, there was a glass back. Which the one? The back of the Mate 9 is now glass. Yeah, that's what uh, they're saying. The Mate 10, yeah. The Mate I 10, think 10 so. is I think glass. So, yeah. Does yeah, that yeah, mean wireless yeah. charging? Most probably. Well, Most hope, probably. Let's hope so. so man. See, the thing is, um, actually, someone, I think on... I think on Android Central, I think, I'm not sure, um, did, a very, did a very smart thing whereby they actually showed us that their redesign is not actually a redesign because if you take it out of its set, internally it's the same phone, placements right. are the same, camera in the same place, mm-hmm. but just that last time it was a oval unit and this time it's two circles, yeah. mm-hmm. so you have to move the center and you know, things like that. But it, I'm going to give them credits for it because they've done those small changes, like you said, the glass, the coloring... It's it's I I'm gonna say to answer your question I'm gonna say ninety five percent I think they're gonna hit the spot okay. I think so All right. while the crowd will how the acceptance of it Huawei is still very quote unquote Chinese so that's gonna be 
a problem they're for much them. bigger in Europe than they are here oh for sure yeah. and yeah. they've, yeah, they've openly said 2018 is going to be a big year for them in the US yeah. and I'll tell you something one thing I've noticed over the past two years of dealing with Huawei constantly is that people I have suggested Huawei's have come back to me a few months later saying, oh my God, I don't believe I was using Samsung or yeah. iPhone or whatever. I have that. seen that. Like with the P10 Plus, Correct. because I was such a fanboy of the P10 Plus at that point, I suggested to everybody. I was like, dude, worth the money, go for it. Mate 9 for me. I suggested that to a couple of people yeah. and both of them loved it. Dude, I have, right now, I have an entire family of people that uses Huawei's because <laughs> I suggested it and one by one, they all just bought it. And so, like I said, they're clearly on the, good, on the right path Fingers crossed they don't screw this up. Yeah, let's hope so. I mean, I'm excited about what they reveal next week. Oh, for yeah. sure. It's going to be interesting. And then, like, it's the last one, right? Like, then, then we're done with phones for yes. the rest for of the year. Yes. Yeah, for the yeah. year, absolutely. And um, seeing as we're not going to, well, we will get to touch the Pixel XL, mm-hmm. hopefully, when bus allows us. <laughs> uh, I'm excited to get my hands on this. I will say, just anecdotally, with the Mate 9, I use mine right up until about... Or uh, no, about the end of July, August, and okay. like no slowdown, no oh, change of battery. It was like my daily drive. That driver. was what they promised, which they said yeah. the phone would never slow exactly. down. It was my daily exactly. driver for yes. almost a year, yes. and I was impressed the whole time. So Fantastic. let's just hope they can recreate it. Good. So on that note, we're going to take our leave, and we're actually going to record our next podcast from Germany. Yes. After the Mate 10 launch, for sure. So yeah. Hang tight with that. Yes. Um, let's sign off then. I'm Ajafarelli on Twitter. Mike Pri- at Mike Priest. At DannyK55. Cool. Or you can just follow at Behind the Bites. Nobody really looks at that account, but you're still welcome <laughs> to follow it. It's definitely there, right? <laughs> yeah. It's there last yeah. time I checked. Cool. All right, thanks for listening. Bye bye.